Welcome to the week with Japan Forward. I'm Ayed Buzetto, a journalist at Japan Forward. With this podcast, we bring to busy people this week's news from Japan in less than 10 minutes. Have a listen. Almost two months have passed since February 24th when Russia invaded Ukraine. But now, it appears Russia is showing ambitions in other parts of the world as well. On April 5th, major Russian politician Sergei Mironov stated on his party website that Russia has all rights to Hokkaido. Hokkaido is the most northern island of Japan. It was to discuss Russia's war in Ukraine, amongst other things, that on April 12th, US Senator Bill Haggerty had a meeting with Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida in Tokyo. Haggerty's visit was prior to US President Joe Biden's visit, expected in May, for the Quad. The Quad sees cooperation between four countries the US, Australia, Japan, and India, and will be hosting leaders' meeting in May in Japan. Sanke politics reporter Mizuki Okada caught up with Haggerty, who told her about the aligned vision of the US and Japan in Asia. He said, quote, We're finding new ways to cooperate, whether it be in respect to Ukraine and Russia or what's happening in North Korea. If you want to know the inside story, read Threats Begin as Major Politician Claims Hokkaido Belongs to Russia and Interview US Senator Haggerty Biden's Japan's Visit to Highlight Regions Importance to America on Japan Forward's website. On May 9th, The Philippines will see the presidential elections and welcome a new leader. Yet, as tensions continue to rise in the region with China, Japan is appealing to the Philippines for pushback to Chinese influence. On April 9th, the foreign and defense ministers of Japan and the Philippines held their first 2 plus 2 meeting. Both parties agreed on serious concerns about the East and South China Seas and opposed any actions which might increase tensions in the area. The joint statement gives legal basis for future cooperation between Japanese self defense forces and the Philippine armed forces. Yet, there is also cause for concern on the Philippines' stance with respect to China. On April 8th, the Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte and China's President Xi Jinping held a telephone summit upon China's request. A Sanke editorial reads quote, The Philippine government unable to ignore China's military and economic power, is struggling to get off the fence. The Japanese government should continue appealing to the Philippines for its cooperation. If you want to know more, read the editorial, Deterring China Should Be a Common Defense Goal of Japan and the Philippines, on our website. On March 30th, an iconic silkscreen print by Andy Warhol of actress Elizabeth Taylor sold at an auction at Tokyo Haneda Airport auction site. The artwork is known as Silver Liz and sold for 2.3 billion yen, the equivalent of approximately $18.9 million, and was the highest bid ever seen at an auction in Japan, according to Shinwa Auction. Yet, Why would an auction take place in an airport in the first place? Since 2021, Japan has been using what is called a bonded warehouse system for auctions. 
and it means that items can be exempted from custom duties and other taxes. And the one on March 30th was one such auction. Going forward, Haneda Airport hopes to be a hub to spread Japanese cultural values abroad. In fact, from April 24th to May 8th, Haneda Airport will be hosting an exhibition at Terminal 1, featuring a collaborative project by over 100 artists. To find out more about the role of the art at Haneda Airport, read An Andy Warhol Portrait of Liz Taylor Fetched a Record Price in Tokyo on the Japan Forward website. In the past weeks, it's become a regular fixture in this podcast to talk about different ways to enjoy Japanese cherry blossoms. This week, we have a bit of a different take, provided by travel writer Daniel Moore. In April, Moore travelled to the famous Nakasendo Trail, looking for blossoms of various flowers. The period was a bit early for the cherry blossoms, but the trail provided lots of flower entertainment with full bloom, plum flowers and ikebana decorations of shops along the way. Reflecting on his journey, Moore writes, If you ever find yourself in Japan during springtime, I encourage you to go for a walk in nature. It's hard not to find something beautiful. If you want to know the details of Moore's journey, read Flower Blossoms Hunting, a new way to enjoy spring in Japan on the Japan Forward website. Find alternative ways to travel the country at Active Travel Japan. Ever wonder what a kimono event would look like? This year, the Tokyo Kimono Show returns on May 28th and 29th. The event is on its fifth edition and is back for the first time after two years cancelled due to COVID. The event is scheduled to take place in Ningyocho, Nihonbashi, and in the past has attracted 10,000 or more visitors. There is something for everyone interested in kimono. There are craft workshops, places to rent kimono, and opportunities to be inspired by a variety of outfits. Kimono expert Sheila Kruf writes in her article, quote, COVID-19 has dealt the industry a hard blow, but it is not defeated. And this event is sure to demonstrate just how very much alive and committed Japanese kimono makers, traders, and kimono wearers are to keeping the kimono a part of our living culture. Tickets are just a thousand yen or $8 if bought online, so if you're in the area, why not stop by? Find out more about the event on May 28th and 29th at Kimono Style. Welcome back to the Tokyo Kimono Show on the Japan Forward website. You can find more about kimono-related content at Sheila Cliff's column, Kimono Style. In the realm of hobbies, we now talk about sports. But this week, it might be a sport that you don't quite expect. Kenta Kimura is a 40-year-old man. When he was eight, he found something that he loved to do, fishing. He discovered the activity in the famous Lake Biwa in Shiga Prefecture. At 17 years old, Kimura had won seven tournaments, planting the seeds for his professional career as a pro angler. This year, on April 16th, Kimura achieved a euphoric win at the Bassmasters Open Division in Richmond, Virginia. He commented gleefully on the win, this is my dream. It's what I've wanted to do my whole life since I was a kid. The article goes on to detail his strategy to win and his exciting path to success. Our veteran sports editor, Ed Odevin, opens the article on Kenta Kimura as follows. Quote, Find something you love to do and you'll never have to work a day in your life, someone once said. 
that timeless wisdom sums up Kenta Kimura's life. If you want to find out more about Kimura's win, read Edo Devin's column, Odds and Evens, Kenta Kimura relies on experience to capture Bassmaster title. You can find more articles by Ed on the sports website, Sportslook. Last up, since Rosie and the Jetsons, the concept of the maid robot has become synonymous with a fictionalized version of the near future. This future might be closer than we think in Japan. Japanese robot hobbyist Eisei runs a project to create the first ever made robot. The first testing ground is set to be a cafe, scheduled to open in fall 2022. To find out more, read the interview with creator Eisei, interview, made cafes are just the beginning, made robot creator reveals this master plan on the Japan Forward website. This article is in collaboration with our partner Scrape Japan. To find out more about Japanese pop culture related content, visit their website, grape.jp. Thanks you guys for listening. You can get in touch on Twitter with me, at Ariel Buzetto. That's all for this week. Catch you next time. Next,